Hello and welcome to Your Way, the podcast that will help you figure out who you are, what you want, and how to do life, business, relationships, all of it on your terms. If you are fed up of following somebody else's rule book and are ready to throw it out and write your own, keep listening. This is the space to help you really figure out how you want to do this crazy thing called life your way. Join me as I explore these fascinating topics through a variety of guest interviews and solo episodes. It's time to do life on your terms. Buckle up and get ready. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Your Way podcast. And today we are going to be exploring what it means to thrive strong. And I wanted to do this podcast episode because Thriving Strong is actually the program that we're doing inside my Your Way membership at the moment. And when I taught the first class, it brought up quite a lot of stuff around people's relationship with, in particular, the word thriving. And I thought it was... It was so important that we did a podcast on this. So one of the bits of feedback that I had, so we looked at thriving and we looked at how would we thrive in various aspects of our lives. So like work and um, home relationships, our relationship with ourselves and health. And the reaction that people had was actually it created an awful lot of pressure. This idea of thriving being linked to being perfect and having to do it right. And, you know, almost been like the pinnacle when we thrive at something, it's like we've reached this hallowed ground um, in that particular topic. And then that felt very, very pressured. And so I just wanted to explore, I guess, what thriving means to me and look at a couple of um, definitions as well, just to invite you to start to explore, well, what does it mean to you to thrive and how might you start to take steps towards thriving strong for yourself. So just to share a couple of the the definitions that I shared with the group. So one of the definitions of thriving was prosperous and growing, flourishing. And then another definition was very successful and developing well. And again, there were actually mixed responses to how those definitions make people feel. So for me, prosperous and growing, flourishing was like, oh, that's like, it's quite nourishing, it's quite light, it's quite gentle. But for other people, the idea of prosperous and growing and flourishing was just more pressure. It was like, whoa, like that's a lot of pressure. And then for me, very successful and developing well, kind of denotes a like quite masculine, structured, um, like list check checklist 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 um thing which for me felt like pressure like very successful and developing well but for others it was like well but developing well is is like it's softer for me because developing doesn't mean I'm doing it perfectly it's just like I'm in the work I'm in the progress of the work and so I don't think either definition like one definition isn't right or wrong or better than the other and the whole point of your way, right, is that it gives you space to explore what it means for you and how you want to do it your way, like the clue is in the name. Um, 
But I wanted to, you know, I really wanted to share this so that you can think for yourself, what would it mean for you to thrive and to finish this year feeling like you are strong in yourself and thriving in your life? Now, to give some examples, thriving in your health might look like my body is relatively pain-free. And in order to get there, you might be like, okay, well, I need to go and have some physio appointments or I need to go for some massages. A lot of people that I work with have been having neck issues recently. It's like, well, actually, in order to thrive in my health, I need to get my neck sorted out so that I'm not in pain and discomfort because actually that's distracting me and it's taking me away from thriving. Or, you know, with my kids, thriving might look like they're in bed by 7.30 because then I get a bit of an evening for myself. And so there's a window of time that I'm spending with my kids between work and their bedtime. But then I feel like I'm thriving in that context when I get some time to myself. Or I'm thriving with my kids when I have a day a week to myself. It doesn't need to be, oh, I'm being this perfect parent and nothing ever goes wrong and I'm with my children 24-7. It's like, well, no, how am I going to thrive in the context of these areas of my life? You know, I said for me personally, I know I'm thriving if I'm getting eight hours sleep and I'm not waking up in the night. If I am waking up in the night, it's an indication for me to be like, okay, something, something isn't quite as it needs to be right now. What is happening? What? Where am I not giving myself downtime during the day? Where am I taking too much on? What am I not dealing with? That means that I'm waking up in the middle of the night. And I really just want to invite you to play around with, like, what does thriving mean for you? Um, And how would it feel for you to get to the end of this year with a clear plan and the tools to not only know what thriving means to you, to, but to have the tools to be able to put that in place. And that is the practical tools of this is what I would need to do. These are the boundaries I want to have in place. More on boundaries next week, by the way. And, you know, this, this is how I want it to happen. But then a real key, key part of this work is what do I need in myself so it actually feels available me to put these changes in place because it's very easy to sit there and be like okay well I need a boundary that I'm not going to work past 6 p.m but if your experience is that at 6 p.m the idea of stopping work is so uncomfortable the fears of what people are going to think of how much is going to be there for you the next day all of this stuff is too much for your system to handle. And so actually the easier option or even the only option available is to keep going. Then it doesn't matter that you've got this intention of having the boundary in place. What actually needs to happen is you have to build the safety in your system to be with the discomfort. I think sometimes we think, well, I need to get to a place where it's not uncomfortable for me to stop work at six o'clock. And when I get to that point, then I'll be able to stop work at six o'clock. It's just not how it works. The work is how do I build my capacity so that when it gets to six o'clock and my brain gives me all of these reasons why I need to keep going, 
that I have got the capacity to be with that discomfort and turn my laptop laptop off anyway. Because so often we have these great intentions, we don't put them into practice, and then we beat ourselves up that we haven't put them into practice. But there's a, always a very, very, very good reason why we don't do it. It's because something in the system is like, it is not safe for me to implement this thing right now. And so the real work is creating that internal sense of safety. So say your first ever job, you were deeply criticized for going home early. So when I was a trainee lawyer, um, my first seat was corporate and I did a corporate seat in at the start of the financial crisis. So I was in that corporate seat from September 2007 to February 2008. So in the UK, we had the financial crisis, like Northern Rock collapsed, all this shit went down in the US. And so it was pretty quiet in corporate. Now, I didn't leave bang on the dot of 5.30, but I did leave by 6.30 most days. And I got this feedback when it came to my review of, well, we've noticed that you don't really stay in the office very late, like you seem to leave by about 6.30 most days. And, you know, even if you've got no work to do, you should be writing articles or you should be doing other stuff. And so it created this expectation in me of, even if I have nothing to do, there is an expectation that I am present and sitting here and doing this stuff because otherwise I'm not pulling my weight. Okay, And you can see how if that is your experience quite early on, that as you progress through your career, even subconsciously, these behaviours might continue because the part of you that's like, well, if I'm not here, it's going to reflect badly on me. That's going to affect my career progression. I don't want that. Therefore, I just need to keep going. And we need to be with those parts, be with those patterns that feel unsafe to create safety so that you can then make a different choice. And it's so important that I talk about this because this is why just do your boundaries doesn't work. And I just want you to know if you are in that place, it isn't because you haven't done anything wrong. It's just because you haven't explored this in the context of what is my body holding on to? What memories am I holding on to that actually make it impossible for me to put this stuff in place? And that is the work to do. So that's a little bit about thriving and how we thrive and how we actually practically get to the place of being able to put in place the stuff that allows us to thrive. And then for me, thriving strong is about feeling strong within ourselves. Like this time of year can get exhausting. And a lot of the time people are ill over the holidays because they've pushed themselves so hard. And so the strong part isn't about like, how do we push through and keep going and all the rest of it? And like, ah, I'm a warrior, ah, right? It's not that. Is about how do I get to the end of the year feeling strong in myself, feeling resilient and feeling capable to deal with the stuff that I've decided that I want to deal with. And that for me is thriving strong. It's not about being perfect. It's not about pretending to be strong all the time. It's not about creating a perception. It's much more internal. 
how does it feel? How do I want to feel so that I feel like I'm thriving without the pressure and so that I feel like I'm strong within myself? And that is what we are doing throughout November and December inside your way. The Thriving Strong program is all about getting clear on what you want, how you want to live, how you thrive, how you are resilient, how you want to manage the holidays. But it's also about creating that safety in your system so you can actually put it in place. And then each month, so November and December, we have an implementation class where we do this work together. So we're workshopping, well, these are my challenges. This is what I want to put in place. How do I do it? How do I have this conversation? So I am there with you every step of the way. So I'm teaching, we're coaching, and we are implementing. And you are invited to come and join us. So you can find out more about your way in the comments. And if you'd like to speak to me about the programme, um, the Your Way programme generally, or the Thriving Strong programme throughout November and December, come and send me a message, drop me an email, however you would normally get in touch. I am here for it. Now go, think about what thriving means to you, and let's end this year thriving strong. Take care.